is going to be my very last village-related, Florida-related podcast about simple bullshit in Florida. Um, Robert and I are unfiltered. Over the time, of course, of more than 90-plus episodes, I've gotten a lot of comments from some people saying, Oh, you're so goddamn negative. You're such, you're such a poo-pooer. No, I'm not. I'm quite happy. I love living in the villages. I love our house. I love the quality. Uh, I love Florida. Don't always like a lot of things about Florida. There's, you know, there's two sides to every coin. 99% of all villagers think there's only one side to the coin. Uh, But there's actually two sides to every coin. A lot of villagers think, oh, this is the most wonderful Disneyland and play area for people over 55 I've ever been in, blah, 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 blah. Um, But they also don't look at the realities of living here because they haven't lived here long enough. My wife and I have been here almost 18 years. We've seen every single bit of bullshit, crap that's gone on since we've been here as this place, the villages, has grown by leaps and bounds. From 50,000 people when we first moved here to the older side over by Colony and Lady Lake to the newer areas. Um, I realized things were getting bad when we moved into Deskin uh, at Osceola Hills in a custom three and a half car garage home, which I loved. But the problem was I couldn't get out with my boat because they only put one exit that had a roundabout. And on the first exit coming in off of Morse Boulevard, I believe it was, yeah, Morse, uh, you couldn't turn left because there was just too many goddamn traffic coming in, so you couldn't turn left. And and try turning left with a boat, you couldn't do it. So I had had to go all the way down to the other end of Osceola Hills, go around the roundabout, which made life so easy. Now here's the problem, is the Morse family has stopped building a lot of roundabouts. At least a lot of two-lane roundabouts. They are now building one-lane roundabouts. Are you fucking kidding me? Because the two-lane roundabouts allowed traffic flow to go very fast. Yeah, from time to time there'd be dumb fuckers who would get into accidents. It happens all the time. But now that you have only single-lane roundabouts in all of the newer areas they're building south of 44 between the turnpike and 27, you're going to see an awful lot of more crashes. The semi-trucks cannot, and I repeat, cannot negotiate these single-lane roundabouts. And that is all they're putting in down at Middleton and the other areas that are all brand new and still under construction where there's about forty to 50,000 new homes going in. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be a total clusterfuck in all the new areas. That's why the home prices are staying higher in the older Sumter and Lake County areas. Not Marion County, but Sumter and Lake. Because they had the appropriate infrastructure in there, the appropriate recreation facilities, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, oh, it sounds like I'm poo-pooing it. I'm just pointing out the realities of life and the fact that the Morse family of builders is no longer living up to the standards that they used to. Some of their standards are getting far better, like the new precast concrete homes that can withstand 300 plus mile an hour winds. 
Terrific idea. Great idea. It's the way every builder in America should be building. Because when you look on the news and they say the hurricane or a tornado disaster, what is it that you see? You see shitty old trailers and shitty old stick-built homes that blow over like, what was it? Uh, Red Riding Hood and he huffed and he puffed and he blew the house down. Well, that's what happens to stick-builds. When we had the one tornado back when Jeb Bush was in office at Mallory, it literally wiped out every single stick-built structure. But you had cinder block homes with filled concrete walls right next door that weren't even touched. <laughs> and, and when I saw that, when I was first planning on buying here, I said, we're going to buy a cinder block home. We're never going to buy a stick-built. Anybody who buys a stick-built in Florida... There are tornadoes here, and there are what's called microbursts, which are like mini tornadoes, except they're straight downward. So you have 300-mile-an-hour winds coming straight down to the ground. That's why jet airliners have crashed due to microbursts. So you don't ever want to buy a stick-built vinyl home because it will blow down. So, yeah, I, I talk about these things, and, I, and it sounds negative, but I'm just pointing out the realities of life, people. And if you're too fucking stupid to understand it, well, that's on you. That's not on me. It doesn't bother me. And I actually take pleasure in knowing that I'm pointing out the facts to people about issues going on. Now, like I said, I've seen everything that could possibly go on in the villages from shootings, uh, we, there was actually a utility worker that was having sex with a woman in public view on one of those green electrical boxes that was down by Colony at one time, and, and it was on Colony and 466A, and, and it, they were like right there, no bushes to hide them having sex, I guess maybe they thought there was, but she was laying down with her legs up, and he was inserting himself and having sex in full view of traffic. Yes, this really happened in the villages. Uh, Okay. Yes, there are ten women for every man in the villages, but they're not always, uh, well, let's just say I don't want to offend anybody. Oh, yeah, I do. They're ugly. So, you know, let's just say there might be one pretty woman out of ten, in the villages, if you want to do that kind of comparison. But to say there's 10 women for every man in the villages, that's kind of like making statistics lie. Okay, what else? Well, there are shoplifted people. Anything that you see go on in society, all of those people that moved here to the villages, they brought all of their criminal activities, all of their mindsets, all of their mental disabilities, all of their alcoholism, all of that and all of their road rage and more. We have bicycle clubs who have read the law and the law says that they can be in the road, taking up the road, and there's not a goddamn thing you can do about them. And if you honk your horn at them, they flip you the bird and and tell you to get off the road. So yeah, there's all kinds of things that go on like this every single day in the villages. You just have to learn to deal with it because you're you're moving to a microcosm of white trumpism white republicanism um and i used to be a republican um that not everybody likes 
Not everybody wants to be a fucking social butterfly. You know, why do people assume that you you should like to party and drink with them? Not everybody's a fucking social butterfly, nor do they need to be. Let people live their own life. If they want to go out and get drunk at the square, fine, let them. As long as they don't bother other people, don't vomit on the table, and don't get and drive drunk. But the problem is they do drive drunk. They drive drunk in their golf carts, they drive drunk in their cars, and they will deny that they do, but they actually do. There are actually people who drive golf carts because they're legally blind, and they're not allowed to drive a golf cart because it is a motorized vehicle on these roadways, but they do it anyway. They say, fuck the law. I don't care about the law. It's the only way I can get around, so I'm going to drive legally blind. And then they hit somebody. And yes, there have been lots and lots of deaths in golf carts over the past 18 years. There have been people struck head-on with golf carts. Uh, A couple months ago, there was a lady who got her golf cart on the goddamn turnpike. How she did it, the cops don't even know how she got there. And she was driving on the turnpike in a golf cart. So yeah, you people who think you're coming to La La Land, (laughs) the Villages is a fun place. The Villages has terrible traffic now because we have 175,000 people living here. And... uh, when you have that many people living in one place, in one small compacted area, you're going to have issues. Now, I spoke the other time in one of my podcasts about the fact that uh, I had a neighbor who was a paranoid schizophrenic and got arrested by the sheriff. I had a drug-dealing doctor living next door to me who finally died. Uh, he was an Oxycontin pusher, getting paid cash under the table. Oh, my God. You know, the longer you are here in the villages, the more shit you're going to see. That that assumes that you're not myopic. But if you are one of those myopic villagers, you assume everything is la-la and wonderful. And, and uh, it just didn't always that way. But there's a lot of good. There's a lot of fun. There's a lot of bad. It's in between. You need to reach villages-news.com to keep up with all the shit that is posted about the real things that are happening. If you're reading just the Daily Sun, which is the Village's newspaper, you're never going to see anything bad, nothing ever derogatory. Everything is wonderful in the Village's with the Daily Sun. But if you read other issues, the Orlando Sentinel, um, Villages-News, not village Dash news, but villages dash news, you will get more input into what actually happens. The other day at Glenview Country Club, a 75 year old man uh, struck and killed with his fist an 85 year old man who had bumped his front bumper in the parking lot. And so, in whatever rage, he walked up to the man, and the man was in the midst of getting out his insurance card and, and said, I'm sorry, here's my insurance card. But the guy, the 75-year-old, cold-cocked him and killed him. And then they had to pull videotapes and put it out in the public and on TV and in newspapers to see if anybody could identify this man with the cameras. And finally, some villagers did know who the 75-year-old was, and they identified him. He's been arrested. 
and uh, that shit happens every day. About five years ago, before my wife and I moved to Vero Beach, there was a young man living with his grandmother here, and they were driving back at Colony, and the guy in front was not going fast enough. The speed limit's 35, and I guess they wanted him to go faster, so what he did was he whipped his car around in front of the slow-moving driver, which most elderly drivers can be at times, slammed on his brakes, jumped out of his car with a baseball bat, and began to bash the windshield, and then opened the door and started bashing the driver, the elderly driver. And, of course, he was arrested, and he got 20 years in prison for doing that. There's a lot of road rage here inside of the villages. Just like I said with the bicycle clubs. The bicycle club will be riding down 50, 60, 70 bicycles, taking up both lanes of the entire Morse two-lane highway. And if you pull up behind them, and you will... Uh, they will flip you the bird if you get too close to them. They have The bicycle clubs in the villages have absolutely no consideration whatsoever for people driving cars. I guess it's the old adage that if you feel you're old enough that you are privileged. But the problem is you need to follow the DMV rules. You need to follow the laws. You need to be courteous to other people. Then you won't have somebody bash your head in with a baseball bat, right? So, again, I'm not being negative. I'm just telling you the truth about 18 years of living here in the villages. Orlando, or whatever. Uh, uh, what did they call it? America's friendliest hometown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to truly believe the Kool-Aid, go ahead. Mm. Okay, anyway. So anyway, I'm not negative. I just call it like I see it. And I think I have the right since I've lived here so fucking long. I'll probably die here. Anyway, the good parts for me anyway living here is that I like to boat and fish. I don't go out as often as I'd like because... Do you know why? Because it's too fucking hot here. It's fucking hot in Florida. Okay? People ask, well, we never see you and your wife anymore out walking around with your dogs. Well, there's a reason. After 9 a.m. in the morning, it's too fucking hot. And until it's around 5.30, 6.30, it's too fucking hot. So, yeah, um, you probably won't see us because that's the problem with Florida. Florida was 10 degrees hotter this June and this July than it was last year. Last year it was only 90, 89, 91 degrees all last year. This year it has run an average of 97 to 98 degrees every day. That's about 8 degrees, 9 degrees warmer than last year. And it is projected that in August, every day in August will be over 100 degrees. Oh my God, our electricity bills are just out of sight here. But then so too is the fact that food prices are astronomical. In fact, gas prices this week alone went up 70 cents. Unfucking believable 70 cents. Went from $3.19, the lowest. Average was 3 
33. Gas is now $3.90 in Lake Sumter and Marion counties. Three dollars. In fact, I saw it at three ninety nine yesterday at a Circle K. Three, almost four dollars. Let's just say four dollars. So gas used to be about three, four months ago, three nineteen. It is now say four dollars. Four dollars for gas. So we have high gas prices, the highest property taxes probably in most of the fifty states. We have the, not most, but the highest property insurance in the entire fucking United States. The highest. But people go, why is it like that? Why does it have to be so high? Well, people, come on, use some goddamn sense. Florida only has three major insurance companies left in Florida. They have all fled the state. There's a lot of little offshoots, tiny companies that go to big companies out of state that try to get them to cover risk. Um, technically, I guess we have like 20 small companies, but we only have three large companies. But if you go right next door to Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, South and North Carolina, there's over 200 to 400 per state. So here, let me explain it to you people that are too fucking stupid to understand this. It's called something called competition. And when you don't have competition, you have very astronomically high prices. So when coupled with hurricanes and named storms, and it used to be that they named the storms when they were like three, 400 miles off the coast. Well, now the minute that a storm forms over by Africa, they name it. So from that point on, your deductibles go up to a certain percentage of your house. It's like on average $6,000 deductible out of pocket because they have named that storm. So, but when you don't have lots and lots of insurance companies to mitigate the risk in the state of Florida. You only have three, and then the other fuck one that Jeb Bush created and the Republicans called the Central Insurance Fund, that one fund of last resort created by the Republicans, not by the Democrats, then yes, you will have the highest fucking insurance rates for property in the entire United States, which Florida now has. A house... Our house, as an example, last year was only twelve hundred. Only twelve hundred dollars. When we moved from Vero Beach, it was nine hundred ninety-five a year. Vero Beach, and that was uh, three years ago. And then we came here, and it was twelve hundred dollars. This year, it's twenty-six hundred dollars. We have a friend who just built a brand spanking new home down in Vero has cinder block, reinforced walls, galvalume roof, mounded six feet high, and she's paying $7,000 a year. We have another friend down there. She's paying $26,000 a year. She's on the water. She's paying $26,000 a year in property insurance. The closer you are to the water, to the ocean, to rivers doesn't have to be the ocean, people. It can be a lake or rivers. The closer you are to water, the more you're going to pay for property insurance. So uh, I want to live 
on a lake and have a lake view. Well, then expect to pay a lot in property taxes. Well, I want to live on a canal and be able to put my boat in and go fishing. Well, you're going to pay a lot more in property taxes. Well, I want to live in a condo. No, you don't because condo fees are out out of whack now due to the um, Surfside Tower collapse. Condo fees have tri tripled and quadrupled. Many are paying now. They used to pay seven hundred a month. Now they're paying three to four thousand dollars a month in condo. You do not want to buy a condo in Florida or anywhere for that matter. All condo fees in the entire United States have quadrupled and gone up dramatically. Um, things are just astronomically high. Food, gasoline, property insurance, property taxes. The problem is we cannot afford to live anymore, That all of us that are on fixed incomes. We are losing ground every single fucking day as inflation keeps going up and up. Now, if you haven't ever read about what happened in Argentina or Chile with their currencies, the same shit is happening. Why? And I'm an economist by trade. as um, one of my many trades. So, if you read about the economies of the world and their currencies, you will read that what is happening to us with our currency, it is being constantly devalued by inflation. People go, well, I used to buy an apple for 20 cents. I used to buy a head of lettuce for 50 cents. I used to buy uh, a head of romaine lettuce for 99 cents. It's now $2.99, etc., 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 I used to buy uh, one liter prior to the pandemic of Coca-Cola in those plastic bottles. It was only 99 cents. Well, folks, it's now $3.50 a piece at Publix. The, there's two things involved there. It's not just inflation and the devaluation of your dollar. It's also fucking corporate greed. So if you really want to move to Florida, I mean, there are other parts of the country that are suffering inflation and cost of living increases like we are. But nobody... In the entire fucking United States is suffering the cost increases as Florida is. So this will be my very... And then, oh, I forgot shitty doctors. We do have a lot of shitty doctors. Why? Because they all flock down here. Because there's so many old people here, they can fleece them. We have a lot of good doctors, too, but we have a lot of quacks. Um, so come to Florida... Oh, I forgot. Before I close this out, we have crocodiles now. So we have migrating boa constrictors. We have migrating pythons coming up the St. John's River from the Everglades and down south in Miami. We have piranha. We have blue-green algae in the entire fucking state. Very deadly toxin. You do not want to eat fish. Go swim in it. Put your ears in it. Have cuts on your feet. You will die if you get infected with blue-green algae. It's everywhere. And it's from fertilizer and poo-poo in the water and other things. Very deadly. We have bad roads that the governor, DeSantis, is not fixing. We have high, high tolls. We have tolls everywhere. You can't fucking sneeze in the state of Florida without paying a $5 toll. So, food food cost and all the others and yes we have now crocodiles saltwater crocodiles that people thought we never had but we've always had them down in the everglades they have migrated due to climate change 
up the East Coast and the West Coast through the um, intercoastal canals and, and rivers that go up the East Coast. So they have now had crocodiles seen in the Indian River and Satellite Beach, Florida. Um, wow, that's pretty far north. So crocodiles. In fact, I saw a video of a crocodile swimming under a boat this morning, about a nine-foot crocodile baby growing. Crocodiles migrating in Florida due to climate change. So after today, the only topics I'm going to talk about in my new um, um, season four is going to be ethics and integrity. Ethics and personal integrity. And so a lot of that's going to touch on the January 6th rioter, Trump, and other people that lack personal ethics and personal integrity to do the right thing. So you won't have to hear about Bob and the villages anymore, at least for a while. Now, if something really does come up that I think I need to talk about that's happened here in the villages, I will post it under season three, not season four. And with that, so if you like these podcasts, please subscribe if you wish. Uh, so I can get more subscribers, and someday maybe I'll get to that 50,000 sub- subscription point. I doubt it, but hopefully. Uh, I'm the only podcaster out there that calls it like he sees it, curses, says exactly how I personally feel, and I don't give a shit. So if you like it, subscribe. If you don't, hey, I don't give a shit. Bob out.